the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, we celebrate the Feast of St. Thomas today. St. Thomas is the patron saint of the Chaldean Church. He's also the patron saint of our diocese. Please join me in prayers for uh, our patriarch, our, all our bishops, all our priests, and everyone that serves the Chaldean Church, and also the faithful that belong to the Chaldean Church, so that we always declare, just like St. Thomas says, Jesus as Lord and God. Now, now, Jesus is a great moral teacher. A lot of people put him in the category of one of the greatest philosophers, greatest teachers that ever existed. A lot of people put Jesus in the category of the prophets. Some religions do that. Some people put Jesus in the category of a miracle worker. Some people put Jesus in the category of a teacher. He's a great teacher. gave amazing parables. Now Jesus is more than that. Jesus does not look only for admiration. Everyone admires Jesus, right? Everyone has that beautiful picture of Jesus Christ in their houses, has a cross to remind them that they are who they, who they are and they belong to Jesus. But Jesus looks for belief, looks for faith. Now it, it, is, it is really hard to talk about faith. It is hard for me personally to preach about faith because we are living in a time where faith isn't popular anymore. We are surrounded with chaos and pain. We are surrounded in a world that glorifies the creation and forgot about the Creator. We truly are living in times of crisis. We have crisis, faith crisis. That's where skepticism is in a style today. We're skeptical of each other. We don't trust each other that much anymore. We're skeptical of the church teaching. We're skeptical of the leaders. We're skeptical even of ourselves sometimes. We're skeptical of God and His existence. And many walk the journey of life, don't even believe that God exists. And you hear our own brothers and sisters, people who are baptized like you and I, Prove me there is God. Prove to me, where is God? God does not need to be proven. God reveals himself. God is revealed in every child that's born, in a culture that's calling to kill our babies. Many were upset with the decision that the, this government took. Not necessarily the government, but the court. God exists in every good deed that you do. God exists in every smile that you put on someone else. And that's why skeptic, skepticism is in the style today. We're doubting and doubting and doubting that if, if I come, if I want to come after you, I will not come 
after you to destroy you. I will not come after your mentality. I will not come after your morality. I will come after your faith. Because if I destroy your faith, you're dead. If I attack your faith, you're done. That's it. It's over for you. That's why Satan will never attack your family. We think Satan attacks our family. We'll never, Satan will never attack our morality. Satan will never attack our culture. As we say, Satan attacks our faith. Our faith is being attacked by the devil himself. And once I lose my faith, I am dead. Once I lose my faith, I have no hope anymore. Once I lose my faith, I have no reason to wake up every day. Once I lose my faith, I have no reason to exist. Once I lose my faith, I am dead inside. The biggest insult to God when I lose my faith, when I don't believe in Him. And how many today of us, maybe some of you don't even believe in God anymore. Maybe you were forced to come to church today. Now Thomas is a great guy. That's why he's our patron saint. Now Thomas called the twin. Now he's called the twin for a reason because he's my twin and your twin. He was not there when Jesus appeared to the disciples. Now this Thomas, he's our twin. Why he wasn't there, I'm not sure, but I can understand why he wasn't there because his heart was broken. He gave up on Jesus. Jesus did not resurrect. I don't believe in him. He died on the cross. When he was told by the disciples that Jesus is alive, he did not believe it. How many of you, my brothers and sisters, actually have been there where you doubted the existence of God, when you doubted the resurrection of Jesus Christ, when you doubted that Jesus exists and He is good and He's merciful and His mercy is forever. After eight days, Jesus appears. Thomas was there. I don't know why he went back, but he was back. Now, this is the joy, my brothers and sisters. Even if some of you have doubts in your heart, even if some of you have Jesus still crucified in your heart, even if some of you have been betrayed, even if some of you may think that God is not there, but you are here. You are here. My heart is, is broken today for those who are not here anymore. My heart is broken for those who appear once a year if they do that. My heart is broken for every child, every baptized child, every Catholic child that does not relate to the body and blood of Jesus Christ anymore. Where are they? They're like this St. Thomas. I don't believe. Leave me in my agony and pain. Let me get busy with my life because I have found different gods than this God that you talk about. Where are they? Jesus appears when the doors were shut. And this is the good news. Jesus appears every time when doors are shut. So if, you're, if your heart is shut, if you have put Jesus on a silent mode, Jesus is still there. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Open your ears. And be silent before God and wonder. Wonder about the glory of God in your life. Now Jesus appears 
The doors were shut. Beautiful. He comes, the first thing he says, he didn't say, like we called in, say, Hey, you are, hey, you are, madam, and you are, and you are, and you No. The first thing he says, peace be with you. That's the first thing that Jesus does when He appears in your heart. He'll give you peace. How many of you actually, how many of us are lacking peace? How many of us actually slept well last night? How many, how many of us actually we went to bed yesterday with a good conscience, you know, that I'm sleeping in a good conscience today? Worries have gotten into our hearts, right? Stress and anxiety. The world is trying to feed us fear, fear, fear. Be afraid. Now Jesus, the first thing comes and says, well, you know what? Peace be with you. Do not be afraid. And now he says, Thomas, hey, you are. I love this. I, I, I just love this. Now Thomas, now I understand Jesus. Like Jesus is great. And now I understand, Jesus, would you appear for eight, 10 people, 11 people? But you would come back for the one? You would come back for the one who doubted you? You came back for Thomas, who did not even believe in your resurrection, but you came back. Now that's the glory of our God. If someone tells you that God does not love you, say, please be quiet. The same Jesus that appeared to St. Thomas appears today to every abandoned person. Let's stop with our skepticism. Let's stop with our doubts. And let's stop also with feeding doubts to our brothers and sisters. How many of us use this phrase, God does not love you. You are not a good person. You don't deserve it. Imagine if Jesus said that to Thomas. We would not have a patron saint today. But Thomas was there. Don't give up on Jesus because Jesus would never give up on you. He would come back for you. He would give you the healing that you need in your heart. In the midst of our faithless culture, in the midst of our death culture, in the midst of our skepticism where people glorify actually celebrities today more than God Himself. Stand up and rise above your ashes and say, God loves me. God will always love me. He comes say, welcome here, Thomas. Hey, you. Look. And this is the testimony of Jesus. Christ, every time in the Eucharist, gives us His body and blood. And if I come to church... Every time and I receive the body and blood of Jesus Christ and I leave the church with the same mentality and I leave the church with the same doubts, if I leave the church being doubtful about the existence of God in the world, why am I here? Why am I receiving the body and blood of Jesus Christ? Let's change our mind just like St. Thomas did. The first thing he said, my Lord and my God. Lord is King. Is Jesus today King in our lives? Is Jesus today the king of our families? Is he today truly the king of our work? How many kings have we created? In other words, how many lords actually have imprisoned our hearts today? Where's your heart? Whether it's a girl, whether it's a guy, Business, 
addiction, anything else, if that thing, if that one is taking you from God, you don't need it. You don't need him. You don't need her. Because first comes God. Now if you want someone to win your heart, let him and let her chase after the heart of Jesus to get to your heart. This is how you know the quality of a person. This is how you know that person is good for me or bad for me. We always ask this question, is this good for me or bad for me? Tell me please. And I'll tell you one thing, put Jesus there and you will know, you will know. You'll find the truth about every human being when you bring Jesus, when you bring the light of Christ into the conversation and you'll find out. My Lord and my God, is Jesus today our Lord? Is Jesus today our King? My dear brothers and sisters, He's our twin. He's my twin and your twin for sure. Let's empty our hearts from everything that's taking Jesus away from it. Let's go back to basics. Which The first thing is faith in Christ. And faith is not the cross that I wear. Faith is not the picture that I put in my, on my wall. Faith is not a tattoo I put on my body. Faith is not when I make the sign of the cross. Faith is not a fasting that I offer. Faith is not a rosary that I hang on my car. Faith is when I completely kneel before God and call Him my Lord and my God. Well, may God bless you. May God bless all our children, especially those who are far away from the sacred heart of Jesus. Through the intercession of our mother Mary, St. Joseph, St. George, and St. Thomas. Baba, Rona, Ruhat Kutcha, Kha'alaha, Amin.